0: Good Sunday morning. Good Sunday morning, church. I stand amazed in the presence of Spirit Song. Would you pray with me this morning, church? And just for a few moments try to put the busyness of your world aside. Try to put your focus on the cross. Try to surrender to those things that are occupying your mind. Lord we praise you this morning we praise you for Labor Day weekend and for those who have labored to make this great nation but Father help us to pause for a moment to remember your greatness the freedom we have when we have our relationship with you Thank you this morning, Father, that the table is set before us, and you include everyone at your table. Father, we lift up those who are away from the church this morning, those who are enjoying that one last vacation, that one last getaway. But for those of us in hearing this day, give us ears that clearly hear your message Give us eyes that clearly see your vision. And when we leave this place this morning, we know without a doubt we've encountered the Holy One, the living Christ. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Be seated, church. Not a whole lot of announcements for you this day. Uh, If you are a committee person and you have not submitted your committee report, if you would do that rather quickly as Mary Lou is putting the packets together. Uh, And the bulletin of thank you from the Lieblers for those that were able to help celebrate their 60th wedding anniversary. Any announcements from any of you folks this morning?
1: There will be some upcoming lay servant ministry classes. They will be held at Clio Bethany. On, uh, it's a weekend class, uh, the evening of September 30th and most of the day, October 1st. Uh, there will be the basic lay servant course. There will be a polity class, uh, the class Biblical Interpretation, uh, study interface study uh, i'm taking the one called soul reset this study for everyone who moves at breakneck speed through their daily life and often relying on their own strength to bring god's kingdom on earth and if you would like the email um, if you would like me to email you the registration um, just let me know And there will also be a couple uh, multi week classes. One of them will be a basic, and the other one will be biblical interpretation. Thank you.
0: Anyone else? Young disciples. You, Pam.
2: Okay, yep, I <laughs> may not like this one. <laughs> okay, so last week, usually I get a word, uh, like a word, like one word. <laughs> so then I go by that. So the word was joke, which is a thing done or said merely in fun, a person or thing to be laughed at, to bring to a specific condition by joking a lot of times people will say something rude or cruel and they'll say, oh, I was just joking. But are they? You know, are they just trying to cover up something that they just said? That's how I see it. (laughs) It's been done to me and that's how I see it. (laughs) So Ephesians 5, 4 says, nor should there be obscenities, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather there should be thanksgiving. So then, I went to the word laugh, which means to ridicule. Ridicule means words used to make someone the object of scornful laughter by joking or mocking. Mocking is an object of ridicule, which means to shame. And to shame means the painful feeling of having lost the respect of others, and respect is to show in high regard. Which took me to 1 Peter 2.17, Show proper respect to everyone. Love the brotherhood of believers. Fear God and honor the king. And I know school started this week, and I know how kids can be rude and cruel. And I just want you to remember to, not you guys, but I want you to remember (laughs) to think of the other person before you say something. what do they say? The tongue doesn't have any bones, but it's probably the one thing that can hurt and last the longest with your words that you say. You that. So just be very, very careful what we say, and I just feel it's a time that we should be thankful and uplifting, uplifting God instead of putting down so many people all the time. Okay? All right. Let's, word, let's pray. Father, we come to you. We thank you. We thank you for your word because your word guides us It directs us. It corrects us. So, Father God, we just ask for all of those things, and we just pray that we have a safe rest of the holiday weekend and that all of our parishioners get back safely. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: You'd come to not the next one because I won't be there, but the one after that, the United Methodist Men's Breakfast, because it's sort of like you were uh, a fly on the wall yesterday because we are brutal to each other, <laughs> all in a very loving way, but uh, very brutal, huh? Yeah, but you remember what I told you in the very beginning? Yeah. What did I tell you? You can, pay, you, can get your you better be able to. Take Amen, you. brother. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, too funny. That was a good one, Pam. I do want to. I, what's that? Well, she got us pretty good. If you were at men's breakfast yesterday and if you didn't get that message, there's something wrong. <laughs> well, I, was going to <laughs> I want to acknowledge Kim Evans, Karen, Eklund, Eklund, and Angie for stepping up and continuing on the soup ministry through the church. Great job, ladies, thank you for that. Share a praise, a joy, who's got a joy? It was great that all us guys were able to get down there for the young disciples or the old guys' group, and nobody hurt themselves getting back up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: talking about the soup luncheon, it was a fun day, um, preparing the soup, and we all worked together, that was great, and we had, how many, 50, 54 people, Amen. so that was nice, um, so yeah, that's a praise, it was a, it was a fun day, and then also, we have a praise, um, our IV is turning five this week, but we celebrated yesterday, and boy, it was fun, she had a little llama party. She's loving llamas. She wants to decorate her room in llamas. But it was so nice to have all the kids um, together. And we had a big old Mexican fiesta. And it was just a nice day.
3: Got a couple of them. Uh, my sister-in-law was tested for cancer. And she's can't, no cancer at all. And her mother and stepmother is in the hospital, but she's doing a lot better. And then Gordon and friend Sizemore, they have the COVID, but they're healing slow. So keep them in your prayers too. Thanks.
4: Um, I got to see my son and grandkids um, in New Era at their beach house, and it's just beautiful, and the waves crashing all night long. It's just so peaceful to sleep. Amen. And I had a great time last Sunday. That's why I went here. But also this week I had a customer who comes in, and I've been cutting his hair for quite a long time. He's got a hearing aid. As soon as he takes it out, he is deaf. He's been deaf most of his life. He's going to be 88 on the 9th. And when he was a child, he had pus coming out of his ears all the time, he's telling me. And they, they didn't take him to the doctor. He lost total hearing in his right ear. Never had it. Well, then the left ear had a tumor. He had surgery, blah, blah, it goes on and on and on, but at 20, he had the first surgery for that. And he's had a, a major hearing aid ever since, well, he got the cochlea implant two weeks ago, or maybe a month ago, but anyways, he comes in, he's got this, now we got to trim his hair a little different and whatnot, but he said it was just amazing, it was the first time he's heard a cricket in so long, and it just, it brought me to tears, but then he's sitting there and he said his brain's got it now. like what is that noise, what is that, you know, so he turns off the ceiling fan, he shuts off the TV and he's walking towards the noise, and it was a kitchen clock he had never heard before, so that is good.
1: Uh, yes, my granddaughter Brooke got married on the 26th of August at Charlevoix at a beautiful place, and it was a wonderful wedding, and I was very happy that I felt good enough to go, so I just thank the Lord Amen. that uh, she is married. They're over in Rome, but I guess they some of them got COVID, but anyway... It was a wonderful weekend, so thank you. I want to thank everybody for their prayers for my mother. She has gone back home. She's 93. She was in a rehab facility after a fall, and she's back home living in her apartment. Praise the Lord, and thank you all for your prayers. Amen. Uh, mine is a concern. Um, yesterday, uh, we got word that my five-year-old great-grandson has COVID, and he's very sick. And his name is Carter. They live in Clawson. And then last night, his dad wasn't feeling good, so he hadn't been tested yet. But i um, asking prayers for them, the family.
2: Thank you. I want to let you know that Scott and Christie's not in church this morning that they both have COVID.
0: Anyone else before we talk to the Father? Let's join our hearts then again. Lord, we pray for safety on our highways this weekend. We pray for those who are on the highways that will keep an eye out for those on motorcycles. We lift up those police departments that will be patrolling the highways. that you might put a hedge of protection around them also. Lord, thank you for the fellowship that can come over a bowl of soup. Thank you that Trudy's mom is able to be back at her home. Father, that ugly word is lifting its head again, COVID. I lift up Brooke to you this morning who has child and womb and is fighting COVID. And other names that were mentioned this morning. Lord, just blow fresh wind again. As school begins to be in full swing here soon this week, we lift up our educators again and the students and everyone involved in the school systems. We thank you for the freedom we have this morning to yet assemble in your house. We lift up Elizabeth to you this morning as she's away from the church this day. Lord, search us this morning. There are unspoken requests. There are some fighting their demons. There are some who have yet to surrender to you. Thank you for the freedom we have. Hear us as we pray this morning, Father. As we pray, our Father. of you had gathered this morning. Father God, thank you that you need us at our point of need and beyond. Thank you that our cup overflows with your goodness. Father, we gather the tithes, we bring gifts and offerings, we lay them at the foot of the cross. Please allow us to continue to be your church. We ask a blessing upon the finances this morning, that you might touch it, multiply it, and allow us to continue. Thank you, Father. Father. Amen. Be seated, church. I'll wait until Paul goes into the, uh, the room for a moment. I think that's the first time I've heard "da da 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 da." It's a beautiful sound. What will melt a marine's heart As those son calling him "da da," praying early in the morning. From the 34th chapter of Exodus, starting with verse 1. The Lord said to Moses, Chisel out of two stone tablets like the first one, and I will write on them the words that were on the first tablets, which you broke. Be ready in the morning, and then come up to Mount Sinai. Present yourself to me there on the top of the mountain. No one is to come with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Not even the flocks and herds may gaze in front of the mountain. So Moses chiseled out of two stone tablets like the first one and went up on Mount Sinai early in the morning as the Lord had commanded him. And he carried the two stone tablets in his hands. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name. The Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abiding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished, he punishes the children and their children for the sins of the parents to the third and fourth generations. Moses bowed to the ground at once and worshiped. Lord, he said, if I have found favor in your eyes, then let the Lord go with us. Although although this is a stiff-necked people, forgive our wickedness and sin and take us as your inheritance. Then the Lord said, I'm making a covenant with you before all your people. I will do wonders never before done in any nation in all of the world. The people you live among will see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do for you. The word of God for the people of God. Our Heavenly Father has a great great sense of humor and I appreciate it so much this morning a lot of times whoever's doing uh, the children's message in my opinion is spot-on there has been some discussion on things that uh, Pamela had covered this morning in this text this morning, uh, going down to verse 8, where Moses immediately threw himself on the ground in worship and said that I have found favor with you, then please travel with us. Uh, young man was sharing with me his experience in doing a little bit of traveling and uh, two different situations that God had showed his favor and protected him. Have you ever been in one of those situations where you're maybe traveling somewhere, and uh, I remember one time we were traveling and the tie rod on the car fell off? Have you ever been in a vehicle and the tie rod fell off? You cannot steer the vehicle, it sort of does its own thing. Uh, But the amazing thing is that God kept us safe. There's another occasion where uh, we go to the mechanic. And the mechanic says, you got here at the right time because both your tie rods were just hanging there. Just If you have an automobile, you do have to take it to the shop and have it checked to make sure that things work. How about our body? What do we do with our body when things aren't quite right? We should go to the Father and have it checked. We should spend more time in prayer talking to the Father. I like this scripture this morning where uh, it says, early in the morning, come to the Father early in the morning. What do you do when you first wake up in the morning? If if you're like us, or or like me, I'll speak for myself. Sometimes it's really hard to get up in the morning. You lay there for the night and your body is, my goodness, sometimes it's hard to get up from this chair. You're right, Ed, we're going to need another cushion. Doris said to me a little while ago, Ed says you need a third cushion. He says, I'm smushing those. Oh. Was he picking on me? Oh. Should I be offended? Oh. You should come to men's breakfast with us, Ed. Actually, it was a compliment to Ed. That was a compliment to Ed? Yeah. How so? You used a
3: nice word, of solution.
0: Oh. What are well, you saying? There's other words that could have been used? <laughs> Early in the morning, for me, is the best time to talk to the Father. You ever go out in the morning and sit on your front porch early in the morning? See, I I made the comment the other day, I wonder where all the rabbits have gone. Because for several months, every morning, there'd be several rabbits all over our neighborhood. In our yard, in the neighbor's yard, in the other neighbor's yard, there's rabbits everywhere. And some of them are like 15-pound rabbits. They're big rabbits. If you have a crock pot and some barbecue sauce, Tom, we'd have a good thing going And then there's the squirrels. All these creatures that we see early in the morning. So I'm sitting on the porch the other day. No, excuse me. I'm sitting in the living room, looking out the door. And I swear that I see a skunk slithering upside the neighbor's house. And then he goes down into a hole next to the siding of the neighbor's house. And I thought, well, Maybe I should go tell the neighbor that there's a skunk living under his house. But I did. The next day I'm sitting there and I see the same thing. But I'm not sure if it's a skunk. I don't know if it's the sun that's shining on it the right way or just what it is. I thought, well, I should go tell the neighbor that there's something living under his house. But I didn't. I'm driving away from the house yesterday, and at the other neighbor's house, there's a big old groundhog underneath the bushes. And I thought, maybe that's what I've seen. But he's three houses away from the house where I saw him. And I thought for a minute, well, maybe, maybe I should go tell that guy he's got a groundhog living in his yard. But I didn't. Have you ever had those occasions where you should do something but you don't for our own reason? I've come to realize this. I have encountered a lot of people that have a lot of excuses why they don't come to church. I've encountered a lot of people who... I don't know if they have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And for some, I have missed the opportunity to present Christ to them. But for others, I have taken that opportunity. I I wonder if that fits into your thinking at all. If you've had that opportunity, but you haven't taken advantage of it. As we were talking this morning and listening this morning. Bless you. Yeah, you know, I, I said that to a fellow one time. He says, don't you say that to me. I, what do you mean, don't say bless you? Yeah, you think there's something wrong with me where I need a blessing? <laughs> well, yeah, I do. There's something wrong with all of us. And we all need God's blessing. We all need... God's favor. Early in the morning. The time for prayer is you can pray anytime. Morning, noon, and night. There's times in the morning when I like to call upon when the world is not quite awake yet. When there's still a freshness and dew in the morning. When the busyness of the day be for us is beside us and we can just dwell on the Father. I'm not one of them but a lot of times early in the morning people go jogging by or people go walking by. You ever watch Sally walk through the neighborhood? No, she doesn't walk. I believe that she could keep up with any of these Amish buggies that go down the street. But her advantage is, is that uh, I, I, when, I, when I see I wonder, what the heck is wrong with you? You got this 80-pound backpack on, you got these weights on your arm, you got these weights on your legs. Do you realize that some of us fat people have trying to be skinny like you for years and now you're putting on all this extra weight? God bless you, woman. Early in the morning, the world is different. The world has not gone crazy yet early in the morning. And early in the morning, we're free from life's anxieties. What, would in, what will it take for us to completely surrender to the Father? When we spend time with him early in the morning, most likely we're not going to be interrupted. Interrupted. Very seldom does the phone ring at 6 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock in the morning. Some of you are night owls. We see you at 2.30 in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. I will be glad when Wednesday of this week gets here and we're on the banks of the Betsy River because as we get closer and closer, there's no sleep. You go to bed at night, you lay your head down, you sleep for an hour, and you're thinking about uh, the Gugans. Anybody know what a Gugan is? Of course you would. Anybody ever watch Wicked Tuna, the fishing show? You ever hear the word Gugan mentioned? Okay, a Gugan is one of those who, you know, you have these professional fishermen And this is what they do for a living. And a Guggen is somebody that just comes in and thinks they're a professional fisherman and they'll run over your lines, they'll run into your boat, they'll steal your fish, they'll do whatever. Kind of like a weekend warrior, warrior, she says. We copied the name Guggen. Our friend Ethan and uh, Paisley's grandfather. Uh, A couple years ago, we were over on the river This young man has this beautiful brown trout and it was a beautiful fish. It was was this big. (laughs) And Ethan went to net it. And he, instead of getting the fish, he knocked the line with the net and the fish was gone. And this young man was heartbroken. A Few minutes later, he hooks another fish and the first thing he says was, hey Pat! Don't let that Google net my fish. And Ethan isn't allowed to net fish anymore. But early in the morning, early in the morning when the world is asleep, you'll find some of us on the river. Early in the morning when the world is asleep is a good time for you to talk to the Father before the busyness of the day starts. I think for some of you, when you wake up in the morning, that your day just starts and you go, 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 go all day long and there's no time in between to even breathe. So sometimes we forget to talk to the Father. We get so busy doing everything else that if we have time, oh, I'm going to to offend some church people that right now I'm going to do that. I'm letting you know ahead of time. You all in cyber world, I'm going to offend some of you this morning. You have too many excuses why you're not in God's house. Yet when the bottom falls out of our life, what's the first thing we do? For a lot of them, the first thing they do is call the pastor. And then some of them will show up. So this is my question to all of us. Why do we become church members if we don't want to participate in the body of Christ? If we don't want to come into the building and be part of the family of believers? You know what I find here? I find help in God's house. Not just from him. He's the main source of all our help. But then from each other. You know, Mary Lou had a situation this week, similar to Ola's last week. But Ola's bat underneath her feet last week, the bat was dead. Mary Lou comes into the church the other morning and comes into this room, and there's a bat flying around. And she goes out and shuts the door. and God bless you trustees. She calls a trustee. Well, he's down near Mount Clemens somewhere. He can't come. So he calls one and he's out somewhere cutting grass. Then she calls, well, I'm on my way. When When I get here, Mary Lou is sitting out on the stoop, all frazzled because of this bat. If you would have shared your Pop-Tart with him, he might not have been so irate. He's in here flying around, dive bombing you. I lift this up and he flies in here and he goes directly to that back wall. I'm a fisherman, remember this, that bat had wings this long. And it frazzled her. There are a lot of frazzled people in the world right now. Because they're lost. It's not the bat dive dive bombing them. It's sin dive bombing them. Keeping them in in bondage. So the brother comes and he gets a big neck. What's that? 20 feet from the floor to the ceiling? That's a big net. Breaks the net, but lets the bat go. I didn't ask him if he killed the bat. I don't want to know that. I think bats are cool. Great for the environment. Eat tons and tons of bugs. But they're not great when they're bombing you in the building. But... Remember, we all get blessed in different ways. We've only had two bats in here lately. Before they did the roof, there were like six or seven bats every week. Not anymore. Early in the morning, she comes to work and her day is changed. Some people left for vacation. If you watch the news lately, there have already been several fatalities on our nation's highways, even here in Michigan. Early in the morning, they get up and leave. We never anticipate that we're not coming home that day. Shouldn't your relationship with Jesus Christ be secure right at this moment? That without a doubt, you know that if you take your last breath, you're going to immediately stand before the Father. To be absent from the body is the desire to be present with the Lord. That's our desire. Nobody who has ever died has ever told me that uh, as soon as I took my last breath, there was the Lord. But that's what I believe, that's how I interpret the scripture. So I'm good with that. How about you? Where are you right now? We we, we joke about these old guys. O-L-E, right, Ken? O-L-E. Because it doesn't matter how O-L-D you are. How old you are, you can still have a relationship with Jesus Christ. No matter how young you are, when you can confess him as your Lord and your Savior, what do we have to fear? But we fear itself. Fear itself. I'm going to just touch a little bit on what Pamela said. The tongue, they're sharper than a two-edged sword. You know, Diane, if I was to punch you in the eye, you're going to get a black eye. And in a couple days, hopefully you're going to be okay. It's not going to be purple anymore. But I could say some things to her that would cut her so deep that it might take years for her to heal. That's a lesson for all of us. I remember a man in one of my churches, and I've shared this story before. A new family came into the church and they just wanted to be part of the body. But this old boy who'd been in the church for, I don't know, 60 years, didn't like the new guy. Didn't want the new guy even in the building. The new guy and his wife just wanted to be part of it. He wanted to be an usher. The old boy made life miserable for him. One day, the old boy got so mad at me because I got so mad at him because of the way he treated the new guy, that the old guy ran out of the building. He left church, stomping and screaming and having a fit. I ran out after him. And as he went to get into his car, I stood in front of him to where he couldn't open the door. And I said this, what's wrong with you? You say that you've been a Christian your whole life. Yet you treat him like that. What's wrong with you? You know what everybody else would say? Well, that's just him. They'd call him by name. That's just him. That's how he is. That doesn't make it right. We need to quit making excuses for uh, sin. Unruly behavior. Words that hurt each other. Actions that don't represent that of Christ because we claim to be the body of Christ. So, early in the morning, let's start something new. I don't know when you pray. I don't know if you pray. I don't know when you do your devotions. I don't know if you do your devotions. But if you pray, try it early in the morning. There's no interruption from the busyness of this world. And then commit yourself to that day because you're not guaranteed tomorrow. What you can accomplish today for the kingdom could change someone's life forever. Or what you say to them with a harsh tongue will change their life forever. Forever. Be ready in the morning. Present yourself to me, the Lord says. I lavish unfailing love to a thousand generations. I forgive iniquity, rebellion, and sin. But he says, I do not excuse the guilty. Where are you at this morning, church? If you would prepare your hearts this morning as we prepare to come to the Lord's table and I would pray this morning Father that you would pour out your Holy Spirit on all who are gathered here on this gift of bread and juice Father make them be for us the body and the blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ we are redeemed by your blood by your Spirit Father make us one with Christ one with each other one in ministry to all the world and you will come again and we will feast at your heavenly banquet through your son Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit in your Holy Church all honor and glory is yours Almighty Father, now and forever, amen. I have an extra pair of gloves. Anybody wanna volunteer? Can't do it by myself. Thank you, Father, for the old guys. Everyone is invited. If you need to spend time talking to the Father, the prayer rail is open. who needs elements brought to We are never too old to learn new things. Do you believe that? Because it is 5 after 11, the Sunday before vacation starts. And there was a day where you'd have been out of here 45 minutes ago. So I continue to grow. I continue to ask God for his favor upon my life. I continue to ask God for his favor upon your life. While we're gone, if emergency arises. An emergency is you're in the hospital. You may be in serious trouble. Have someone contact Mary Lou. She'll contact Reverend Bruce McCummings. If it is something that is not an emergency, he's gonna love me for this. Contact Kevin Miller. He's staff parish chair. But don't, don't contact him if. You know, we went ice fishing one time up into, way up into Canada. And I got a hook that went through my finger early in the morning. I tried to pull it out. The two guys I was fishing with tried to pull it out. We couldn't get it out. Well, we can take you to the clinic. No, I don't want to go to the clinic. I want to fish. So every half hour or so, I would stick my hand in the ice and freeze it. Fished all day, time to leave. We go to a clinic in Canada. Well, they won't take my insurance, They want money, but they won't take American money. And I thought, I'm out of luck. There was a woman standing at the desk that said to the receptionist, don't worry, I'll pay for it. And she did. I inquired, who's this woman? There was a woman who came to the clinic because she had a hangnail. Don't. This is my point. Don't call Kevin. Don't call Mary Lou for a hangnail. Call them for an emergency. You following me? What are we singing, Wilma? What's the when, when we all get to heaven, church? I just wanna thank those in advance that while we're gone they have stepped up to take a place in leadership. Uh, I appreciate the fact that uh, Ken Eklund has said that he would share a message. That brings my heart great joy That's your disclaimer? disclaimer. (laughs) You know, preachers come and go. You realize that, right, church? But most of the people that remain here are here for the duration. Unless people who are here for the duration step up and take leadership roles. Could be a pretty boring place. I got a great message this morning for myself. Uh, The last time we did communion, that young man over there helped me. This time, that young man there volunteered to help. Many people do a lot of things in this place. I appreciate you all. I appreciate Eldon. Because he's one of those who always, always has time for his church, his Lord, and his nation. That's how I hope we all can be one day. So, Father, thank you for equipping the saints. Thank you for calling us into a ministry that you would have us do. And many of them are different, but we have the same purpose, to bring glory and honor to your kingdom. May you find us faithful in that task. God bless you, church, and may God continue to bless America. Amen.